You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. We have Jenna Tiljess talking all things quitting her full-time job, how she had the courage to go for it, how you have that conversation with your boss, you know, what it looks like for her now as she's working full-time in her own business and how you explain that transition to the folks around you. We are getting into the nitty-gritty details all in this episode today, so you definitely want to stay right until the end to hear all of Jenna's jam-packed wisdom. Plus, Jenna also dishes the deets on how she started working with Jess Lively as a client, which is super duper cool. And we talk about how Jenna quit her full-time job, bought a house, and got married all in the same year, and how she really built up her trust muscle and her courage muscle to do the biggest thing last, which was really quit that full-time job and really work on her own business, Sunday Studio Full-Time. So to give you some backstory as to who Jenna Tilgis is, Jenna is a graphic designer and I met Jenna through Jess Lively's Flow With Intention class many, many moons ago. And I ended up hiring her to help me with some podcast graphics and some graphic design work. And now she is a very integral part of my life because she just creates magic, I just can't. <laughs> and and I ended up working with Jenna and having the privilege of coaching her as a client and she was a student inside your conscious empire and that was just really fun. You know, one of the things I do love about this relationship is that we both pay each other for our talents and services and that's one of the things I really believe in. Like, you know, I had hired Jenna and I started paying her because that's what you do when you work with a professional and then she wanted to work with me and then paid me and I thought that was so beautiful and sometimes in the world of entrepreneurship we can feel like we should do trades or um, settle or not ask for any money but I think it's to the highest value of both parties if you just pay each other for their genius and get the support you need so Anyways, I really am proud of Jenna. Jenna is one of my star students as well. So man, Jenna quit her full-time job within six weeks of us working together. And she is one of my top success stories on my website right now. And I'm very proud of her. And we talk about how exactly she did that in this episode. So here's her official bio versus my bio about her. Jenna Tilgis is a graphic designer and founder of Sunday Studio. She helps female entrepreneurs in the wellness and personal development space look professional by crafting beautiful logos and brands for their businesses. She is the creator of three design packages, the Going Pro logo package, the A Website Made For You, and the A La Carte design package. All three packages were developed in order to serve and support female entrepreneurs so they can start off on the right foot with clean, cohesive, authentic brands that reflect their personality and resonate with their audiences. Jenna's design work has been featured and recognized by top design publications including Print, How, Ega, and The Dye Line. So Jenna is a pretty cool cat and what we did together in coaching, she bought my private intensive which was all about how to find your son a genius and monetize it and we spent like uh, a day together working on figuring out what her genius was, figuring out how to refine that, turn that into a business, figure out what she should sell, what her prices and packages would become. And we did that together. So if you want to find yours in a genius, you, my friend, are in luck because I have a totally free quiz that I made and it's called, what's your zone of genius? 
So if you head to kellytrack.com slash genius, you can take my crazy fun two-minute quiz and I'm going to give you my very accurate results. And I'm going to give you a totally free five-page report based on what your genius type is. There are 15 different types of genius. You can discover how you can uniquely monetize it, aka what you should sell based on your zone of genius. Maybe that looks like an online course. Maybe that looks like one-on-one services. Maybe it looks like both. I'll also tell you how to build a following based on your genius. Should you do a podcast? podcast, a YouTube channel, should you do IGTV and become like Instagram famous? <laughs> and most importantly, in this five page report, I break down in a graph how you could be making 10K per month from your business based on the things that you should be monetizing. So all of that is at kellytrack.com genius and make sure you get that totally free quiz. And PS, just check your spam because sometimes this quiz goes right to spam. That is not an indication of the quality. This is a high quality quiz and results, but that's just how emails go. So <laughs> do the quiz at kellytrack.com slash genius and I'm so excited to see your results. All right, let's get to this amazing episode today. All right, well, welcome to the show, Jenna. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. One of the things we were chatting about um, for the listeners <laughs> before we hit record was the fact that Jenna is from Rochester and I was telling her that my high school crush, well, he wasn't really, I guess he's not technically my high school crush, but somebody I had a crush on in high school was... Teddy Geiger, and he's from Rochester. So we just had a little chuckle about that. And I wanted to share that with the listeners because I thought it was really funny. Yeah, he is like, he's like our town's claim to fame. That's it. That, just Teddy Geiger. That's the only Teddy person Geiger. that came from there. But we love him. We love him. Yeah, he's really sweet. Um, okay, cool. So before we dive into some questions I have for you for the show, I want to do a little rapid fire so listeners can get to know you. So are you game? Yes. Okay, cool. Do it. What is your favorite crystal? Oh, um, I'm citrine. I'm Ooh. looking at it right now. Yep. Love that. Love that. Are you a digital calendar kind of gal or a pen and paper person? Oh my gosh. I'm trying so hard to be digital. Like I know that that is long-term what I should be doing, but I still love a, a, a pen and paper and every day and every week I still will like plan my week and day, you know, just on pen and paper and then I'll like put it into a sauna so that it's, I kind of do both and it's really funny. Gotcha. Yes. And then do you just use a sauna for your, like your own personal use or is it like with client work or? With client work um, and, like, you know, the stuff I want to do um, for Sunday, like, as a business. So I kind of split them up um, in, like, different colors. And, yeah, so I do both client work and just, like, Sunday business stuff on there. Um, so, yeah, nothing, like, personal on there, just the business stuff. Nice. And also, how yeah. did you come up with the name Sunday Studio? It's so cute. Oh, thank you. It was tough. <laughs> I think that I knew from the get-go that I didn't just want to do Jenna Tildes because my last name is kind of hard to understand and pronounce. And I also was getting married. I didn't know if I was changing my last name. So I just knew that I wanted like a studio name. And so initially I thought of Sunday the day because I felt like a lot of the Sundays I was spending thinking about Monday and wishing I was doing something different. <laughs> so I kind of like ended up doing a lot of my freelance work and a lot of like brainstorming about my life on Sundays. But then I also love that it kind of exudes like a real peaceful time, of like self-reflection within a week. And I've always known, even though I didn't grow up super religious Sundays were still like always a kind of quiet like spiritual time for me so I loved the idea of like 
incorporating that somehow into my name. And then I switched the Y for an I mostly for SEO purposes, like mm. just to be, have like a unique name. Cause I know Smart. how hard it would be to coin Sunday, you know, as there's so many businesses that already do that. So switching that, that was more kind of like for SEO and marketing purposes. So yeah, it's really grown on me. I love saying it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like sometimes, yeah, when people ask me, I don't have like a succinct, great answer for that but I do I've really grown to love it so I'm happy with that yeah it's just such a super cute name and I always have your you are all over my website one of my you know Yay. testimonials case studies and I always write at the end I'm like Jenna Tilgis I was like graphic designer and founder of Sunday Studio and I love writing it because it's so cute and I love Sunday <laughs> and it looks so beautiful too with the eye and not the vibe so thank you yeah. yes it was a little like a visual thing too if I can't deny <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute what is your favorite way to get into alignment oh gosh it changes all the time but lately dancing um I don't know just like turning on a great song and and moving I especially since I work at a computer so much of the time just like getting up and moving my body like a couple songs and I'm like good to go high as a kite really happy to work so that has like I don't know what that is, but I think I missed some weird calling to be a dancer or something, but like, I just love it. It's so fun. So yes. that's probably my favorite way lately. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I feel like I had the same thing. I had that calling to be like a musical theater performer, but I, yeah, I, uh, I, I think I have the gusto, but lack the refined skills. So <laughs> yeah, ditto, ditto, totally. Yep, yeah. Yep. And then are you an East coast person or a West coast person? Oh, that is such a good question. I live on the East Coast, have been there my whole life, but I'm probably a West Coast person, like actually. Mm -hmm. Like my my deep down soul is is probably West Coast. Like what I am inspired by and my habits, like feel more aligned with that other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your favorite color palette right now? Oh, I would have to just be so biased with my own. I think it would, I love like a blush pink and like a, that like poppy red that I've been using. Mm -hmm. If you go to my website, you can see it, but also I sprinkle it throughout Instagram with like some like grays and whites, um, kind of like neutral colors. So yeah, I love nice neutral colors, but I think that a pop of red or a pop of color makes life feel fun. And I always encourage my clients to at least have like an option like that in their palette too. Mm, smart, smart. Yeah. And then do you prefer doing work that's digital or work that's print and you get like touch it and hold it in real life? Oh, I think if you asked me like five years ago or even in college, I would have said print hands down. It was so exciting the first few years to like get something made, a business card and we would like letterpress things like gold foil, like so pretty. I, I loved that. But I think lately, um, the last few years I've transitioned to more digital, like in my heart, I know that, I don't know, sustainability is kind of like a value and being like eco-conscious. So I kind of stopped just printing things for the heck of it. And so switching over to more of a digital realm, like once I did that, I realized that you can do, that there's such a beauty and like the digital space, like, you know, the ink's never dry. You can change anything at any time. And I, I kind of love that. Um, especially working on like a website, you can make a copy and then like see it live right away after yeah. it's published. And so, yeah, I think at this point it's digital all the way. Nice. And what, yeah. what do you prefer making logos for clients or making websites for clients? 
Oh, I think logos right now, um, it is like, it, it was kind of like my first love in design. And so I think it'll always just be super special to me. And websites, I almost think of more as a like, even like of a consulting role that I play with a client. I love that just because, you know, websites like a bigger project, there's lots of back and forth, lots of like copy, you know, talking about like what text to put on what. And so it's a really kind of like brainstorming consulting type of project. And that's so fun. But I think with logos, I can just like heads down, like really focus on all of the tiny details that make up an awesome logo. Like, picking the perfect typeface and tweaking it perfectly. And yeah, and then I just love like the challenge that they have to be great, really small. So I I don't know. I just think there's like a really cool, minute challenge with logos. And also these aren't very rapid fire. I'm really giving long explanations. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I love you'll it. You'll find out later, but like I really like to dive deep. So I feel like you I'm do. giving very long, thorough explanations for my answers. That's so funny. <laughs> you are a very thorough person. Like everything is like immaculate because for the listeners, Jenna does my uh, graphic design and does, does work for me. And she just everything she makes is like immaculate and perfect and like... I'm always like, how did you make this? It's so cool. Oh, that's so nice, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, and you're amazing at logos. What is your favorite Thank type you. of tea? Oh, um, okay. My favorite, like, herbal is like Tulsi, probably. Mm. Um, it's just, it's kind of like a chai, but it's, there's no caffeine in it. And so there's definitely times in my life where I go caffeine free, and that's like my saving grace because it is so delicious, but it's um, caffeine free. But I love a good green tea, matcha. Mm. That's probably my favorite, truly. <laughs> nice, nice. And yeah. then the last rapid fire question is what is the most fun thing you've ever designed? Oh my gosh. I have to just go with something that I did recently because it was very cool. And like, you know, you'll hear like my whole journey. I've kind of been leading up to actually working with like the people I really want to work with, but I just designed the logo for an intuitive and it merges both like Western medicine and Eastern medicine. And so that was like a really cool challenge and I got to use like kind of a lot of symbolism and we worked together beautifully and it was so cool to actually work with somebody that's that intuitive because her feedback was like succinct and direct and she was like that's it I don't want to think about it anymore because my ego will get in the way and like it's done like it was a super cool like quick project too so yeah lately like that that's been the most exciting thing probably I've done in a while. Ooh, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to chat a little bit more about you and how you got into the work that you do because it's super niche and really geared to yours and a genius and you're so amazing at what you do. So you help female entrepreneurs in specifically the wellness and personal development world look professional by crafting beautiful logos and brands for their businesses. So how did you get into this? Can you give us a little, a uh, little bit of a taste of how you got to where you are? Yes, of course. So I have been a professional graphic designer in the industry for seven years, but it all started when I was younger. I loved art growing up. And so when it came time to go to college, I chose graphic design because it was like 
art, but you like have a better shot at making money. Like that was basically the reason why, but I actually learned that I loved it instantly. Like actually the design aspect. And by the way, you can make money making art, you know, but like my my high school (laughs) self thought I needed to make that choice. Anyway, I loved design immediately. It really challenged me and I loved like the problem solving aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So After college, I graduated with my degree, and then I moved um, to Central Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, and I started working for a very small design firm, like five people max design firm. Oh, wow. And throughout my time there, um, I did a ton of branding work, designed logos, we did custom websites, business cards, and I also did a ton of package design. So I chose a small design firm initially because I want, I kind of always knew I wanted to own my own business one day. That was something that, I don't know, I just always had that in my head. My mom and dad both run their own businesses. So I felt like I kind of always had a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit, but I felt like I needed to learn from somebody, you know, like kind of apprentice under them Mm -hmm. almost. And I think that was pretty subconscious, like in my subconscious, I don't think I consciously knew that, but I also knew I wanted to work for a small firm because I loved working with clients directly, where if I was working for like a larger marketing firm or in-house somewhere, I wouldn't have that direct communication. And I really enjoyed that throughout my time there working with people that had other small businesses and like supporting that. Cause you know, I lived in that town then I could go to that restaurant and support them. And I really liked that relationship building aspect. So anyway, I'm, I'm working there at the design firm. And throughout that time, I also was going through like a personal spiritual journey. I mentioned earlier that I didn't really grow up having like a, a religious experience in anything, but I I don't know whether it was just that time in my life or what, but I just was kind of craving a little bit of like purpose and meaning. And so I discovered podcasts and I, it was like a perfect storm because I was just working at my computer all day, you know, throughout the week. And I was listening to podcasts in my ears. And the first one I stumbled across was Just Lively. And I started listening to her podcast like in around 2015 or so. So it was pretty early on, like before she like before she started traveling the world, I was still listening to her like when she was living up in Michigan or wherever, like just interviewing, you know, other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And so I then started to like go on that journey with her, uh, like traveling around and listening to like Abraham Hicks. And, you know, she was recommending like Power of Now and other kind of like resources and references. And then I started listening to other podcasts that would like, you know, kind of open up my mind to like these other ideas around like who we are and, you know, who we're meant to be and everything and just basically like develop self-development work. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, I was, I was working full time there. And then in my ears, I was like playing all this like crazy woo woo stuff in my head and I just was loving it. And so it came to like a certain point, I guess, in early 2019 when I like really made the realization that like I have two very clear passions like Mm. wellness and personal development work and graphic design and I couldn't pick between them like I just as far as me thinking about like my next career move because I had been there for seven years and throughout the last couple I was kind of just thinking like how much longer am I going to be here and 
what do I want to do next? So it really kind of came to me that I should try to combine them. And that's what I did. And so as soon as I decided that I just like never looked back, it felt so right. Like as soon as I, you know, and we'll talk about it, but as soon as I made that jump and realized that like, that's what I want to go for, it just, it, something felt so good inside about it. Mm, I love that. And what I love is that you kind of held those two passions in each hand. And instead of like kind of asking that question of like, which one do I pick? Kind of that mm-hmm. idea of like this sort of this, that kind of like idea of like sacrifice, choice, either or like lack versus the mode of like abundance and the mm-hmm. taking a stand for the and and being like, how can I bring them together? I think that's so beautiful. And mm-hmm. just, I think a question that not many people ask themselves and something that I feel like we could all be better at is that question of how can I pick you know, an option that includes both and take a stand mm-hmm. for the and versus go either or black and white thinking and sort of being more open to the possibilities. So I love that. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Yes, I totally agree with you. Um, and it took me a while to get there. I think in the wellness world, even there's kind of like a, a noble path that you feel mm-hmm. like you have to take. And it took me a while to come to terms with like, I love design. Like I love typefaces. I am a huge nerd. And like, I'm on this planet in this physical realm here. And like, it's okay if that's what I want to pursue, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay if I want to create logos for people, I don't have to be a guru, like, that's not my goal. And that's okay. And I can still appreciate and love this world. And like, in fact, I have a skill set that can really serve that world. And I can like combine it to create something kind of unique. So totally agree with you with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really resonate with what you say because I feel like that about business. Like, I mean, I love the wellness, personal development, woo-woo stuff, but like, I am not going to be like a spiritual thought leader, but like, I will help spiritual thought leaders build a business. Yes. (laughs) Like to me, that's how I feel like I'm like, I love the business stuff. I love the launch, the making money, Mm -hmm. the selling something, making something. That's really exciting to me. So I think that's always, that's always good to know. And always that sort of intuitive, like gut check of like, am I doing the right thing? Or am I trying to be something that I'm not? Um, right. That was a question I really had to ask myself a couple of years into kellytrack.com being like, am I doing the right thing? Because my business is mm-hmm. in many pivots to get here now. But yeah, I love that. And one of the things mm-hmm. I really respect about you and your work specifically is that you do intuition-led design and you work on producing only one final product for the client versus a million different edits and tweaks and refinements. So can you tell us a little bit more about this really cool approach? Yes. I love to talk about this. Um, so we can use like, um, a logo project as an example for this, but as, as a designer, your work is naturally pretty subjective and pretty intuitive. Like if you think about it as a designer, you have a client meeting, you gather a bunch of data, and then sometimes they have an idea of what they want for their logo, but most of the time they don't. And so you sit down with a blank piece of paper, a blank page, and you just start to sketch something. Like there's a really magical moment right there where something, you just pick up your pen and something happens. So every designer has like a different approach to that, whether they sketch on the computer or sketch in a sketchbook, that doesn't really matter, but we all share that like really magical moment. So what I've learned to do like through a ton of practice is learn to really lean into that voice, that gut. So for every logo project, I'll still sketch a handful of ideas. And a lot of them are pretty ego driven, like ideas that are really obvious or things I feel like I should be trying or doing. There's always one idea um, on the page that I keep going back to that just feels right. Like it Mm -hmm. feels exciting. 
And then I instantly get scared about it. Like I think, Mm. oh God, I'm like, oh God, it'd be so sad if they didn't like this option. And like, that's, that's how I know that it's the one I should do. Like I feel protective of it immediately. So I keep in mind that like, all of the options are supported by research. So like for a logo project, I take thorough notes and ask a ton of questions to make sure that I know the goals of the project. And we look at visuals so I can understand like their innate preferences. So with all of that acting as a super safe foundation, I can then really let loose and let my intuition just guide me towards that option. So I like to kind of set that structure in place first, but then just really listen and go for it. So after I narrow in on that one option, I'll refine it to pretty much completion, like really get it super, super far, pick colors, you know, mock it up maybe on a website or something like that. And then I'll present that single option over a call or face-to-face. And I always will have like a really detailed description that supports my reasoning. And I found that like presenting one idea feels good to them because they, they hire you. Like Mm -hmm. it's an investment in the final product, but they also want to hear your professional opinion and Mm -hmm. that's why they're hiring you. And then it also feels great to me. Like I know that I'm, I can, I'm really betting on this one idea. I'm really presenting, I'm doing this hard work to, to narrow in on like the one idea I really feel is great for them. And the pot, you know, the, everyone's winning on this. And then in addition, it really cuts down in the rounds of edits because Mm. we just sort of get to the heart of the matter of like, this is what I think. And then they come back and they might have like a couple small tweaks and it usually is really small, like a color, like a color tweak, like, Oh, this green's a little too blue. And like, that's it. And then we export final files and they can rock on with their new logo like immediately. So it's so awesome. And I am really glad that um, I kind of switched over to that approach because there were plenty of years where you present a ton of options and it actually just complicates things. Um, yeah. You think that you think that it's a strength, like that your yeah. your your breadth of, of options. But, you know, it's actually like a strength to be able to narrow in and be like, no, like this is it you know, this is this, I've done all this work and this is what I'm saying is, is yours. Totally. And that takes so much just like skill and artistry and like a level of expertise and like thought leadership to be able to like present one thing and, and be in your worth around it, you know, and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, this is it. This is how we do it. Kind of that, um, that sort of like take it or leave it. I remember we had this yeah. little magnet on our fridge growing up and it said, you have two options for dinner, take it or leave it or like eat it or don't (laughs) anyways but it takes a lot of courage and it also collects and speaks to your super strong expertise and the fact that you deliver a final product and it's beautiful and it's sunny and amazing and you feel confident and solid in it and it also makes you know clients feel confident and solid in their things too um being like oh Mm -hmm. wow yeah if she says this is the one this is the one you know having that that perspective from a professional being like yep this is it and then you're like okay yeah this is good so I love that I think that's Mm -hmm. so amazing thank you that's really nice and one of the things we did together in coaching in the summer was that we worked on figuring out your zone of genius and the things that make you very exceptionally unique so how would you describe your zone of genius yes this was so fun um yeah so we kind of broke it, I think from my memory, we broke it down into two different groups. One was as a designer, like design wise, 
definitely like logos, branding and typography are like my zones of genius. And then websites are like 85% typography. So that also includes websites. And I think that was important um, just for me to like continue to remind myself that when we were putting packages together, that like, that's what I love. That's what I'm best at. And that's what I should pursue. And then as a person, we talked about that I'm detail oriented. And this is especially kind of special in the world of creatives and as designers, because that's pretty rare to have a designer that's also as detail oriented as I am. Mm -hmm. I love researching and I love those like initial stages of starting a new project where we really get to dive deep and learn about each other and learn about their industry. And so having that detail orientedness is special. And it makes it again, reminded me that I love having these like more comprehensive branding packages to purchase and sell. And like, mm. that's because I, I do dive deep and love the details that, you know, me doing more one-off things isn't, isn't quite in my personal like wheelhouse. So while I can do it, I like to, how I have it set up on my website is like, I will do that for you, but we have to get to know each other a little bit first, basically like mm -hmm. buy the logo package, but then we can absolutely do like a la carte one-off types of mm -hmm. projects. Mm -hmm. um, so you helped me a lot with like structuring that kind of flow for a client. And then another zone of genius, I really wanted to like somehow get into words like a softness and lightness. Mm -hmm. So I love working with other people who respect that feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And on my, on my site, I say that I'm, I work kind of solely for female entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is because that energy is often respected mutually mm -hmm. and you need that respect in order to like trust each other and work and create an effective design mm -hmm. brand. Mm -hmm. And then I also think branding is super fun and lighthearted. Like this is the most fun part of like setting up a business, at least in my opinion, you know? So <laughs> I, I want to make sure that the clients feel that this is going to be like a fun, exciting thing working with me. And like, it's serious in that we want it to be effective, but this, this is a lighthearted fun part, you know? So yeah, I feel like knowing that that is kind of who I am as a person. And that is also something that I should make sure that, you know, my clients feel when they work with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That is so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And even like the way on the bottom of your website, it says fueled by love, Tina Lemon. It's so cute. I feel like it just, yeah. that one phrase echoes your zone of genius and the work you do and your personal brand. And I just feel like just that one little thing really stood out to me alone when I was scrolling your website. I actually, <laughs> I'm going to admit myself, I look at your website all the time. Sometimes I just go on there and I look because it's so well done and it's so beautiful and everything's so gorgeous. And whenever I feel like I need a little bit of inspiration, I just look at your Website. Oh, that is so nice. Oh my God. That is so nice. Yeah. You're so good at what you do. So I also want to talk a little bit about how you had the courage to go for your dreams and like make it a real deal thing. Cause this is something I feel like people talk about in the sort of, you know, personal development world and like live your dreams, go for what you want. But I want to kind of pull it into, you know, the present moment and what that looked like in a granular sort of step-by-step -step way of, of how you kind of went from point A to point B. Because this is a phase a lot of my listeners are in right now, a phase mm -hmm. I used to be in, and I want to talk about you and your journey. So mm -hmm. you were one of my business coaching clients and we worked together for a private intensive Mm -hmm. And you are a student inside your conscious empire and you take the title for the fastest client to quit their full-time job 
in the history of kellytrack.com. <laughs> so you get the crown uh, and you did it within six weeks of us working together for that private intensive and you enrolling in your conscious empire. Um, so can you walk us through how you had the courage to, you know, put in your notice for your full-time job after working for like seven years in, in the interior design industry and that moment of like, Kate, I'm doing it. This is it. Can you kind of walk yeah. us through that steps? Yes. Oh, so it was so hard. <laughs> so, um, okay. So taking it back to like June of 2019, I think is when like we started talking and I found out that you had this awesome offering that combined both your coaching and your comp- conscious empire. And I was eyeing up the course for a while, but I feel like deep down I knew I liked and wanted and needed that like one-on-one time. So this was just the absolute perfect combination for me personally. So, um, I was at that time, I was feeling pretty confused on what my next step should be. Um, and you know, I'm kind of like a recovering perfectionist. So a lot of like, I I just didn't know what, what I exactly I should be doing next. I had all these ideas, but I didn't know how to focus it. But generally, I just was kind of confused and wanted a plan. And so then in your questionnaire after I signed up, um, I think you asked like point blank, like, what's your biggest goal? Or like, you said something like, we will be doing things fast, no excuses or something. (laughs) And like, honestly, as soon as I saw that, I was like, shit, I was like, she's going to make me quit my job. (laughs) I just knew it. I was like, okay, okay, we're doing this. And so I thought I could get away with just like, I'm going to create a plan. But like, you're like, no, you're going to create a plan in two hours. And then you're going to put in your notice tomorrow. Like, (laughs) that was the timeline that I was signing up for. And by the way, from people listening, Kelly doesn't actually make you do anything, but I feel like your <laughs> speed and efficiency is really inspiring Thank to you. like your students. And it was certainly a challenge for me. And, but I was up to the challenge. I just felt up to it. So for my job, it was my first job after college, stayed there for seven years. And as a person, I'm incredibly loyal. And so I definitely have the tendency to really care about what other people think of me. And so this is something I deal with like every day and have to continue to work on it. But I had been thinking about what my uh, next career move was going to be like for three years. I liked my job. I enjoyed my coworkers and I was paid fairly, but I just knew that it was time for something new. And when you know, you just know, but I was really scared of the unknown. And so I think after signing up and like getting in there to the course and working with you, like a couple of things that really helped me take the next steps is, um, I think like you say it all the time, like when you pay up, you show up Mm -hmm. and I just invested a at that point in my life, I just invested a ton of money into your course and into coaching. And I really wanted to make it worth it. Mm -hmm. Like it was my promise to myself. Like you're only going to do this if you're really going to go for it. And that's how I justified it to myself to invest in it. And then also something I wasn't even expecting was how much I needed outside support. So during our one-on-one time, and then also during the group coaching calls that happened, it just felt so nice to have other people saying like, you got this, you can do this. And it just, everything about it made it seem like a really easy thing to do, like an easy step, a not so scary step. So yeah, I feel like just that power of encouragement was crazy, like more powerful than I even realized 
And then the third thing, I created a financial plan. So this was really big for me. Um, I did do your mini course on how to go full time. It was like a PDF. I, I, it was like I had to sit down and crunch all these numbers. And I actually sat down and did the math. And I figured out what my goals were, what we could afford to do as like a household. I planned out my goals for the next year. And I could see after doing that, I could see that this like quote unquote risk was really temporary. Mm. Like you're going to make money. Mm -hmm. You just, you just might not like literally in the first day, you know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and so after you kind of saw all the months laid out there, I felt like for me, I realized that the risk wasn't that big. And that was just huge for me, like being a visual person, actually seeing the numbers broken down was so helpful. And then lastly, and this is kind of on a personal level, I was already changing a lot about my life and surviving just fine doing it. Like we bought a house like the month prior to me starting the coaching view. And that was like a big adventure, learning things and everything. Previously in the year, Jake and I, my now husband, we got married and we eloped privately. And so that was like big conversations that we had to have and like big and again, like a second big adventure. And I'm saying this because I think that all of these actions impact each other, mm -hmm. like facing challenges, build resiliency. Yeah. And I think that I was really in a stage in my life where all of those steps that I took, like in the other aspects of my life, gave me the confidence to do this in the career realm as well. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So I think that's, those are pretty much the, the highlights. Yeah. And that's so true. So you got, you bought a house, got married and built Sunday studio all in 2019, all in one year. Yes. It was a very big year. Wow. <laughs> holy cow. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's amazing. And then did mm -hmm. you say something like you had like an intuitive or like a tarot reading or like or aura photos taken? And they said like something cool is going to, or something, something's changing for yes. you. Yes. Tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah. That was like a week before I signed up with you. Yeah. My, or I had my aura reading read and there was like all of this energy over like my one shoulder, like in red, of course I'm blanking on like what this all actually meant at the time. But I know that it, what she was saying was that, um, like there is a big, opportunity and like shift just like ready for you mm. you just have to take the step mm. like it was really just like just take the step and it's like there mm. and so yeah that was also like kind of a serendipitous beautiful little reminder to that like as much as like all this stuff is happening that it's all you're all moving in the correct direction like just keep taking the steps I love that so much. Mm -hmm. I just got that like intuitive, like chills, shivers. Yeah. Cause like looking back, you just like did it and you like blossomed and you turned it around so fast. I was so impressed and like so proud. I was like, wow, this is so amazing. So yeah, it was like all there for you. And it was just sort mm -hmm. of that conscious decision to go for it. I love that. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things I want to talk about is like, you know, you do such a great job of taking that decisive action and and moving towards your goals. And, you know, within that six weeks of us working together, you had put together, you know, a whole new website with fresh copy. You had created your two new packages and pricing, you know, all tailored to your target demographic. You got your bookkeeping set up, work with a lawyer, you got your legal agreements, you created an LLC, and then you scored a thousand dollar client, you know, right away after from that, and then went on to work with many more clients. So was there like a tipping point that kind of really 
turn things around for you at all or like a certain moment that kind of ignited you into action because you did a lot of that work really fast you know even when I work with Mm -hmm. clients one-on-one in like a you know a three-month package like we're doing these things over the course of three months and you did all this in like a month and a half was there like a anything that you can specifically recall kind of looking into your past but there were a moment of like okay like gotta do this gotta like gear into action Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you um, for that compliment. I think that you could probably make the case for a few different moments that could be like the big tipping point. I remember I just thought of like the mini tipping point. What And this was early 2019, like before I signed up for coaching with you, but it was just changing my Instagram bio to graphic mm-hmm. designer. Mm-hmm. And it's like such a small, silly action, but for some reason for me, it made things feel really official. And like, I just took the first tiny step towards showing up for myself. Mm. Um, so that's like a teeny thing I just thought of, but I think, I think that like my biggest tipping point, um, is all surrounding this job that I had that I was like really holding on to. And so the tipping point was probably having that tough conversation with my boss and putting in my notice. Mm. Um, and it was not easy, but the most amazing thing happened after I did it. And I think that that moment after I did it is actually the tipping point. So, and at this point, I'm probably only like a week into your conscious empire and and coaching with you. So this was early on, like before I built the website or anything. So I had talked to my boss, um, in person and told her, gave her kind of like a heads up that I think we might be parting ways, but I was going to think about it for like an additional week. And, um, we both kind of took some time to think about it. And then finally, like a week later, I finally told her over the phone that I was going to leave. And then I took a walk outside. Like I remember this moment, like I took a walk outside and I didn't put, want to put music on or a podcast or anything. Like I just wanted to be silent and it finally like sank in that I had really done it. Like mm-hmm. I finally did it. Like all those other things about like creating an LLC and getting a white, like those are all great. But like, this was the moment that I felt like really shifted it for me, mm. like really saying like, I'm no longer going to be doing this. Mm. And I had that feeling like this deep feeling that, Oh my God, like I really can do anything I want to do in my life. Mm. Like nothing, like I thought there was some anchor holding me, but there was not any anchor. Mm. Um, and you can also do whatever you want to do for your quote unquote job, for your mm-hmm. livelihood. Like I truly felt like you could create your own reality. I had heard that in my ears for so many years, you mm-hmm. know, you can create your own reality, but it was like, oh no, like I, I just quit my job. I can create my own reality. And of course, like your ego flares up pretty quickly after like, oh, but what about this? You know, but you're like, shut up. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that moment was just really, that was my favorite moment. It's just, it's really beautiful to me. And I always try to remember that feeling of like really finally feeling like none of it mattered. And therefore you can do anything you want to do. Like really you can. Mm, I love that so much. And that's so true. Yeah. There's always those moments where you really feel like you have like all of the power in your hands. It's sort of like, yeah, it's like a scene from like a sci-fi movie where you are holding this like <laughs> glowing orb of light and you're like, I have yes. the power, but that's yes. like, I've, I know what you mean. There's like a couple moments in life when you, when you feel like that. And then you really feel like you're like in the quote unquote vortex and in the flow and like you're mm-hmm. a powerful manifester. And then, yeah, those moments are like really special. And then there's 
days and you feel like the total opposite but yes <laughs> those yes where you feel like you have a glowing ball of energy are amazing i love that and then mm-hmm. one other things is that you had a really awesome cool thing flow into your life and you know after we worked together and when you launched and you know a couple months out you signed just lively as a client which is a huge freaking deal and you are my first client and student to work with like a really large name like influencer mm-hmm. like big big person of influence um mm-hmm. and that is so cool and i just want to chat about this because she was also an instrumental person like in your journey and you know you said you started listening mm-hmm. to her podcast in 2015 and then you know in 2019 you signed her as a client which is crazy how the world and the universe works so can you share a little bit more about how that flowed into your life and how that came to be Yes. Oh my God. It was so, it's so amazing. It's like straight up universe working magic. Like I can't even explain it. So yeah, so we were, we were done working. I had my website up and I had started to, and I was still working full time at this point. Like my notice was in, but I was still finishing up my, um, my time there. But, um, I was still like planning out Instagram posts and I like to plan them ahead of time. And so I had a post ready to go that morning of Jess Lively's new episode dropping. And for anyone who is a Jess Lively fan, you probably know she took a really long break this last time. And so when she was coming back to release a new episode, it was like kind of a big deal. Like, oh, I wonder what it's going to be about. So I had planned to post this image of just a quote that I really loved of hers, like from a previous episode year ago or whatever. So I had it all queued up. And then that morning to kind of like start my day off to like get into alignment, I was so excited. And I listened to her episode and it was like 10 to 15 minutes of just her intuition talking to your ears. Like it was so otherworldly. Mm -hmm. Um, and so after I heard that, I was like, there's no way I'm going to post this quote. Like this quote doesn't even, this isn't even on the same level as like what that episode was. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just goes to show like Instagram, you can plan as much as you want, but sometimes like it just, that just doesn't make sense to Mm -hmm. post exactly what you were planning on. We have to be like willing to go with the flow there. So anyway, after hearing it, I just felt this instinct to like open up illustrator, edit the template that I had and change the quote to something that I really resonated with from her most recent episode. So I changed it to, um, I think it was let it flow, let it flow, let it go, let it go or something. And this all happened in like three minutes. I didn't even think too much of it. I just Mm. thought, oh, I should probably change this to match how I really feel right Mm. now, as opposed to what I felt a week ago when I planned this Mm -hmm. post. And so after I changed it and I posted it and I, I saw, I tagged her in it, you know, as you do. Mm -hmm. And I, she reshared it on her grid and in her stories and she liked it. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm famous. Like I was (laughs) so excited just for that. Like I was like, she shared my image, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then like a few minutes later I get a DM from her And she basically was just saying that her and her team were already like struggling a little bit, trying to find a quote template to use for their new episodes. And they hadn't really found anything. And so she liked what I did and said, you know, would I be willing to design something for her? So I was so excited and so honored. And so I was obviously like, absolutely. And so then from there, we just 
continued to talk and decided on the scope of the project. She paid a fair price for it, which was awesome. And then we went back and forth uh, really quickly and landed on an awesome design that she loves. Um, so it's like a slightly tweaked version of the, of the template I had already created for myself, but now the colors match her new photos. And I created it in Canva so her and her team could continue to use um, the template for all of her new episodes. And it's been so cool seeing her like continue to use them and share them. And I'm like getting, you know, I sign up for email newsletter. So I'm like seeing my design in, in my mm. inbox. It's like such a meta funny thing. Yeah. And so as far as manifestation goes, I am a non-specific manifester mm, in human design. Interesting. So, and I really resonate with this, you know, how some things with like human design or astrology, it's like, eh, not, I, don't, yeah. I don't really totally get this or resonate, but this, this part I really do that I'm non-specific. And so I think that I manifested validation, mm. not specifically just lively. So although I, I do think the universe knows how much I love Jess and handed me like a very hefty amount of validation, mm-hmm. like I don't actually think it was Jess. I think it was just this, this notion that like you're on the right path, like mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. And that like also this idea that you put in such minimal effort intuitively and that like the, 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 the ROI on that was outrageously great, you yeah. know, um, And so it was just a reminder that like when you, you know, when you decide, when you actually are going to do this full time, imagine what will come back to you. Like, you know, this, these, this was just a little blip of a, of an, of an energy to like, say, I'm going to post this thing and not expect anything in return. And like, that's what came back to you. So I think I manifested just that validation and that idea of keep going. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like Mm -hmm. the thing that is the most important part of the story that I really resonate with myself is when you like you just did it like I feel like the little intuitive voice will say things to you but most of the time we deny it we say no or we talk ourselves out of it but it's like having that aha moment or that ping as Lacey Phillips would call it and like mm-hmm. truly taking the action and I I have had many instances in my life too where I just took the ping and things flow like I would say my very mm-hmm. similar story was when I met Jess Lively for lunch in Vancouver I feel like Mm -hmm. it was one or two summers ago, but I was sitting in Hawaii at a hotel in a rocking chair in Waikiki and she posts on her stories. I don't know if you ever, did I, do you hear about this or, but I love this story. Tell me again. I love it so much. (laughs) Um, so I was sitting in a rocking chair in Hawaii on like Waikiki beach and she was just in Hawaii and I had missed seeing her. Like I was there Anna from Everyday Ritualist. Anna, shout out for you, Anna. She's awesome. And Dory Frame, who lives in Honolulu. We were hanging out, and Jess was at the time there, but we just met up uh, with Dory. But like, um, we kind of wanted her to hang out with the three of us, but that didn't flow, and we didn't want to like ask her and bother her. And then mm-hmm. she left, and then was flowing on to Vancouver. But I wasn't gonna be like, you know, I was gonna be in Hawaii more, and I was like, oh dang, now I'm missing her in two cities. But <laughs> I was sitting in this rocking chair, and I saw in her stories that she wanted this uh, special lotion. And couldn't get it in Canada because a lot of the products you guys get in the U.S. we do not get in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. Like an, mm-hmm. like an alarming amount of stuff we do not get in Canada. So mm-hmm. she posted saying like, oh, this. And my thought was, oh, there's like a Sephora like three blocks away from me. I could pick it right up now and then bring it home to her when I fly to Vancouver, uh, which was tomorrow. And oh my gosh. I just DM'd her. And my first thought was, oh, I should do this. My second thought was, 
oh no, maybe I shouldn't. This is stupid. But I was like, ah, fuck it. Screw it. I'll do it anyways. And I did it. I DM'd her and I said, yo, I'll pick it up. I'm like right here and we're coming back tomorrow. Um, and she's like, sure. And then she said, I'd love to thank you and take you out for lunch. So her and I got to have lunch together for like, it was like an hour and a half. And she took me out for lunch at one of my favorite places in Vancouver when I had come back and I had given her her lotion-y thingy. And it was, it was just one of those really flowy moments of, of just, but it was one of those moments of, I should just do this and just DM her. And, um, I feel like that's the same thing for you. If you just had that moment of like, oh, I'll just change the quote and put it up, put it up there. You know what I mean? It's so easy yes. and so little, but also something where you could really talk yourself out of quickly. So I love that story. Um, and I love yes. your story that you, you shared too. Oh my God. I know. And I loved, I loved hearing that again. I forgot. Yeah. That you were heading back to Vancouver the next day. I mean, that's just so crazy. That is so cool and so crazy. And yeah, it is just a friendly reminder to like that, that little voice knows a lot more than the voice in our head does like a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times. And I've been really trying to listen to that more and more, especially when it goes, when it says like bigger things, cause like Mm. little things, you know, Little things are little, but like big things is pretty scary. Yes. And I've been trying to practice like, hey, shut up, Kelly, do it. Stop, <laughs> stop being weird about it. Um, but yeah, um, I want to ask you a couple more questions before we wrap up. So we'll mm-hmm. do these uh, a little bit more quickly. But mm-hmm. um, one of the things that you had mentioned before working together is that you want to get clarity on, you know, actionable next steps and what to do next. And you said that you were a recovering perfectionist before and that you tended to overthink things and gather as much data as possible before taking any action, which means you feel like, you know, before when you're working on Sunday studio, you were kind of moving at a glacial pace. And I feel like there are so many people who would really resonate with that. And I'm just wondering, how did you really move through this pattern and find that courage to take action and and kind of make that shift between like thinking, thinking, thinking and doing, doing, doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, yes, as you said, I definitely struggle with perfectionist tendencies. Um, but I think even like recognizing that is your first step, like continually reminding yourself that, that like that is what's happening to your brain. Um, but when it comes to actually starting a business and starting Sunday, I think for me, I really needed to hire help. Like I needed to learn one-on-one from someone that had already done it. Someone who had started a business on their own works pretty much that laptop lifestyle and is doing it in an aligned way. And that was you. Mm -hmm. And so when I found you, I knew I wanted that business blueprint that you had. And I realized that I needed to pay for it. And then I put my head down and tried to follow it step-by-step and tried to forget all of the other conflicting information. Cause that's what happens when you do have that perfectionistic tendency, you research till you're blue and you're blue in the face. And you know, Google is a scary place. Like you will find conflicting information all the time. And so it's almost like you just need to pick your guide and stick with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing is the, the truth is that action builds on itself. Mm. So, and that's kind of like what I was saying about the other things in my life that were happening that influenced like my career decision. So like every small action you take gives you more confidence to take the next action. And I, my best example of this is Instagram. Like for me, the more I post, the less I care about what exactly I'm saying and how exactly Mm. the image is portrayed. Um, but when I don't post for a month, I feel crazy amounts of pressure internally for that next post. Mm. And so I think that 
it relates to business too. Like the more you just try and do, the easier it will feel to just try and do. Mm-hmm. And so for someone with those um, perfectionistic tendencies, um, that's my best advice is like, it would be great if we could all just meditate away that tendency and like, I'm working on it, you know, but in the meantime, it's just that kind of life hack of like, just keep taking steps, just keep doing. And like, I promise the more you do, the easier and lighter it will feel to take the action. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Yeah. The more action you take, it just becomes like second nature. And then Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh yeah. I did this. Hey, look at that. Yeah. I yeah. can do the next thing. I totally. can do the next thing. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And I want to talk a little bit about kind of painting a before and after picture for the listeners and kind of really helping people really resonate with you on a really deep level. Cause I feel like a lot of people are in your former shoes. So mm-hmm. kind of thinking back to, you know, the start of January, 2019 and where you are now in 2020, you know, can you describe a little bit of what your life was like then and what it was like now and how it feels to be on the other side of the bridge. <laughs> yes. So thinking back to January 2019, I think I was slowly coming out of my shell. Like that's the best way I can describe it. I feel like I was starting to recognize how much I enjoyed graphic design and working freelance. And I started to put the pieces together that like, that's actually what I wanted to pursue and combining that with my, with my, um, love of the wellness world. So I had a lot going on personally at that time, and I knew that my career move would probably have to happen after those two other big things happened, after I got married and after I bought a house. And that was just, you know, me and my personal plan and what I decided. But like, that was okay. Like I knew that at the beginning of the beginning of January, I was focusing on these other things, but come the summer, like that's my time. And it was, and I, you know, hired you then and took the course and I'm just so happy I did it. Like, I feel like thinking about how I feel right now, um, it's pretty surreal. And, um, I just feel like, I feel like I'm where I I was supposed to be all along, or it almost feels like I am where I have been all along. It's Mm -hmm. just that my body took some time to get there. Like my actual body and space and, and everything took some time, but like this, this is kind of who I always was and who Mm -hmm. I am. I love that. I love that. You said, I feel like I am now where I felt like I was supposed to be all along. And I love that. I feel like Mm -hmm. so much, I feel like that in my life too. And I think that's such Mm -hmm. a special thing because it's sort of like, your intuition and your soul has always known. And it was sort of like you knew you'd get there, but you didn't know how. And then you get there and you're like, whoa, I'm like living yes. in the matrix. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what does it feel like to kind of be, be living this life? And I feel like you're really doing the work you were born to do and you're really living in alignment with your truth and your calling and your passion. And what does it feel like to be the person that gets to live this life? Oh, it feels amazing. Um, Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about like what it means to show up lately, you know, show up for yourself. And, um, since I have been working for myself full time, I obviously can like plan my days and figure out how I want to structure things. And it's funny that even though you could say that I'm technically working less actual hours, I feel like when I'm working, I'm working a hundred percent presently. And I'm super excited about what I'm doing. Like, no joke. First thing that I think of when I wake up is how excited I am to do this work, mm-hmm. um, which is so nerdy, but it's just the truth. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't wait. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to post that thing and do this thing today. <laughs> but it just, it just feels amazing. And I think that, um, 
the other ask, the other thing you said that kind of made me think of something is live my truth. And I think that there's a huge difference between you living your truth and you like sharing and, and telling other people what your truth is, because mm-hmm. I think that those can happen kind of at different rates. And I think this is really important because this was a huge struggle for me personally to deal with and try to wrap my head around. Um, but I have not told everyone in my life that I'm doing this full time. You know, I have chosen to let go of that pressure. I, of course, have told like my close supportive girlfriends and my mom and some other like family members, you know, but I think it's perfectly okay to like hold this space for yourself for this very magical moment in your life. Mm. Like you tell them when you're ready, when it's the right time, when you feel like you can have time for this big conversation. Um, because at the end of the day, like you are living your life and you, and the people that support you love you. And if other people decide to just share their fears about your actions with you, like that's really on them and not on you. Mm -hmm. And I, I share that because I, I think that, I think that probably a lot of your listeners, especially Mm -hmm. in that stage a, you know, you're trying to get to B stage Mm -hmm. a, like that's a huge fear of just like what other people are going to be thinking. And it's almost like, you know, you don't have to tell them yet. Like, don't let that stop you. Like, Mm -hmm. just do it. Like I'm living proof right now of like, just to do it. And then like, clean up, clean up that mess later, have those conversations later Mm -hmm. and tell, tell the people that are actually the people that, you know, will support you no matter what. And like, those are the conversations that you want to prioritize and make sure you have, but it's really, you know, all, all these choices, it's really up to you. So you don't need other people's thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. And I still practice that out like now. I mean, I yeah. did something a couple of days ago that was really big and I didn't tell Chris until I put the application in. Not that he was going to yeah. be, he would have been like, yay, go for it. But I was, mm-hmm. I was like, this is so freaking big that I just have to do this and then tell everybody secondhand. Otherwise I'm going to be nervous about it and I'm just going to exactly. get it done. ASAP, fire this thing off and then tell people so that I don't like chicken out or like be like, Oh my God, this is huge. Or what if I can, or what if like they reject me? Um, yes. just like get it done. And I still use that all the time. So I think yeah. that's such a key piece of advice to just do it. And then you can always have those conversations secondary. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's totally fine. Like you're still, that's still a perfectly fine way to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I really want to quickly dive in to a little bit about how specifically your conscious empire and coaching support you because students always DM other students. And so I've just asked <laughs> you out right now. <laughs> I'm sure people are going to DM you and be like, give me the deets. Is, is this course really good or not? Um, so <laughs> you had said, um, before we started working together, you said as a creative, you kind of doubted your business skills. So how has getting business coaching and enrolling in your conscious empire improved your confidence to take action? Yes, you all can DM me, but I'm going to tell you it's worth it. So I will tell you there and I'll tell you here. It is worth it. I feel like coaching yeah, we'll start with coaching, you know, that section at first. Um, it really helped me see myself from the outside. Mm. Everything became clear once I was able to see myself and my set of skills through your eyes. Um, and even through like when we did group coaching through their eyes, I remember in our first call together, um, you mentioned like, Oh, I should, you know, consider building out a website package. And I was like, okay, well, yes, I love websites, but I hadn't even thought of creating an actual package around that because in my brain, for some reason, I was thinking it had to be these like huge custom designed, um, 
from scratch websites, which for any designer out there, you know that like that's a whole different animal than customizing a template. And it didn't even occur to me that, you know, for my market that offering the ability to customize a Squarespace template would like absolutely serve the people that I'm trying to serve. And so that's just a tiny example of like you being able to see that. And I was way too close to be able to see that and connect the dots. And I have to say, like, since then, obviously I loved building my own website on Squarespace, but I recently just am finishing up one and it's been awesome. Like I really, really, really enjoy it. So I can't, so yeah, I feel like you just encouraging me and connecting those dots, um, was something I wouldn't have been able to do myself because I wasn't even thinking about it and it really turned into an awesome package that I created for them. Yay. And I love both your packages, the create a logo and create a, uh, create a website. Um, those are both amazing, clear packages. I love, I think making packages are one of my favorite parts of the business. I know you said Mm -hmm. you like the the logo and the website. I love the package making. It's like, (laughs) what are we going to sell? Um, which is always really fun. And then what was the most helpful thing for you inside of your conscious empire? Yes. I think the first module, and I I don't, I'm not going to like give too much away, but like the first module really focuses on your mindset. And I watch this immediately. And then I continue to rewatch it when I need like a little pep talk. And it's just so good. And I love that it starts off with that because it's like, we all just kind of get on the same page of like, let's lose this nonsense, like in a nice in a nice, uh, gentle way, you're like, let's lose this nonsense. <laughs> and, um, it just makes you feel less alone. Like, you know, all of our crazy egos are working the same way and that that's just part of the journey. Like you have to go through that in order to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I loved all of the, um, the actual like resources and links that you share, um, for like lawyers and bookkeepers. And like, that was, that was exactly the list of resources I needed. So I felt like it was completely like custom designed for me or something. Like it was so perfect. And then I loved the website blueprint, how you kind of like suggest it. I loved building my website. So I felt like the combination of your sales and marketing blueprints combined with my love of design, like I just could not wait to, I built my website like first thing. Like I feel like I skipped it down to that almost. And I just like wanted to start, but I just really loved how you laid out, suggested laying out all of the text and content in like a sales, smart sales way. (laughs) Thank you. I love that too. And your website looks fabulous I'm very I'm Thank very you. proud of your website it looks so good I feel like so proud that you are my student and my client it makes me like glow with pride because I feel like you are just so incredible at what you do Oh, thank you. Well, you, this course made it very easy. Like oh, I, I, I just felt like it was very like, do this, do this, do this. And then it's like, boom, looks great. It's like, amazing. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And just as a closing couple Q and a, what would you say to the creative gal who's listening and wants to run her own digital biz down the road, um, and really pursue her soul's calling and do, you know, the more like unconventional creative work in the world, but is very nervous to invest in her dreams, you know, invest time mm-hmm. to this dream and truly go for it. What would you say to her? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would say just take a deep breath and just do the math. Mm. Like figure out your financial goals, start saving up for that transition period, 
if you're conservative with your money and you need a little more time, like that's okay, but do the math. Like as soon as you're able to see it, you'll be able to see that it really is possible for you. And then after you do the math, get hot, get help, hire help. Don't underestimate the power of a blueprint and the power of one-on-one encouragement. Oh, I love that. And I feel like yeah. when you said take a deep breath and do the math, I feel like that is so true to your zone of genius of, of you being very like detail oriented and focused and clear. Like, I feel like I just love that that was what you said. Cause that was probably not the answer. Like I would give, I would be like, just do it. Make it happen. And Kelly's I, like, jump off the cliff. And it, one of the things I love about you and just even like working with you is that you are just like, you see so many things like I just don't see. And you're so detail oriented and it's very clear and focused and like step by step. And I feel like you know how to piece things together in a really like calm, sequential, focused, meaningful way. And I just really admire that quality about you because it's a quality I do not have. Like, I just feel like you're so good at just breaking things down and kind of having this grounding calm energy of like, you know, you know, you can do this. This will be great. Like this will, it'll Mm -hmm. just like, even when you, when I email you about graphic design stuff, it's sort of this um, feeling of like, you know, I can take care of it. Like all good. Like this is easy where I'm like, ah, I feel like a chicken running around with my head cut off. And I feel like that just, your answer just also speaks true to you as a person and your zone of genius of just being so centered and grounded. And if you have this like very calming energy and it's very linear and it's like step by step. And I just love that quality about you. And I wanted to reflect that back to you. Oh, thank you. That is so, I so appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And then if people want to hire you and work with you, what can they buy and where can they find you? Yes. Well, you can go to sundaystudio.com and that's S-U-N-D-A-I studio.com. And there you can see like my two main packages. My first one is a going pro logo package And that is perfect for the entrepreneur who is just starting out or who is ready to go full-time and wants to look really professional. You want that like full-time income. And so you feel like you have to step it up. Mm -hmm. And so that include that package includes a custom logo, a mood board instead of keywords to help you identify um, your brand's tone, and then also a final color palette. And then the second package is a website made for you, and that is a website that I make for you. And it is on Squarespace. And we also create a mood board instead of keywords to identify your brand's tone, and a color palette is included in that. And also a Squarespace how to guide is included. So you can feel confident editing your site moving forward. I find that that's like a big holdup, um, is you just you're like not, you know, tech savvy is not really in your zone of genius. So you want to hire that out, but including this like how to guide makes you feel like you can at least like change these photos and makes the, make the text edits and do small things like that. So those are my two main packages. And then after one of those, um, I love to continue to work with you on your brand for like a la carte type of work. Like I just did for Kelly, like a PDF design for a freebie. And so like there, there are a lot of things that I can do, but I really like to build that foundation with people first before jumping into that. So yeah, those are my offerings. And, um, yeah, you can go to sundaystudio.com and then also on Instagram, I'm at Sunday Studio. 
Perfect. Amazing. I'll put all the links to that in the show notes. And folks, for those of you listening and you want to look really good online, Jenna is your girl. She is the one and only person I recommend. And man, if you look good online, P.S., you can charge way more for your stuff Uh, and you feel really (laughs) confident. So it's like the best investment you can make is by looking really solid and legit online um, because a rinky dinky brand doesn't really sell much. (laughs) And ain't that the truth. So yeah, thank you so much for hopping on jenna this was such a pleasure and an honor to chat with you i have loved working with you you are one of my glowing star students and coaching clients um i'm very proud of you i am always really inspired by the work you do and i also love working with you um and i just i just really respect and admire your your talent and your craft and your trade so thank you so much for for doing this today i so appreciate it Oh, this was so fun. I love every chance I can get to work with you. And I I loved this conversation. It's so fun. So thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. All right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the show for you today. I so hope you love this episode with Jenna. Jenna is amazing. She's just one of my favorite people on planet Earth, and she's one of my success stories, and I get to work with her on my team. So it's like the best of all the worlds. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please make sure that you are subscribed to the Kelly Track Show and you leave me a five star rating and review. Write a little love note about what you loved about the show and P.S. If you want to figure out what your Arizona genius is, don't forget to take my totally free quiz and get your free five-page report. That's at kellytrack.com slash genius. That's kellytrack.com slash genius. Even if you have to pause listening to this right now, go open up the, you know, Safari on your iPhone browser, punch in kellytrack.com slash genius into the little search bar area thing, and then boom, you're going to be on the page and you can take the quiz and get your results. So my dears, that is everything. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I so hope you're having an amazing day and I will catch you back here soon. All right, have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.